Hello, distinguished guests, and welcome back to another episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. And of course, here on the DTP, I am your host here on the show. My name is Colton G, and I am extremely ecstatic that you decided to join us today, as I am joined by my guest, Paul Wilson, the guitarist of the band Sleep Circle. Of course, you guys know I'm going to give you a little bit of a deep dive on who they are before we get into my interview with Paul Wilson today. But before we get there, there's a few things I want to go ahead and take care of first. So first off, I want to go ahead and thank those of you who have checked out last week's episode featuring the Constellation Sensation, Ryan O'Ryan. So, a little behind the scenes, I'm actually recording this the day that that episode released, so usually I have some time to see the feedback of the episode, so I've only been able to see a little bit of initial feedback, but it all seems to be extremely positive. A lot of love for Ryan O'Ryan and his honesty and his openness on last week's episode as we dove into his world of being a professional wrestling manager, as well as his diving into the world of drag. So, of course, another thing I want to go ahead and do before we kick this off is just go ahead and inform you that this week's episode, including all of the other episodes in our backlog, including the Ryan O'Ryan episode, are brought to you by ILoveDTP.com because that's where you're going to go ahead and get decked out in all of the freshest Desert Tiger podcast swag gear, whatever you want to call it, that's where you're going to find it. You can wrap it in front of your friends, your family, and even your enemies because they are not going to be able to stop you from chasing your dreams and doing what you want to do. All right. Sleep Circle is a Pacific Northwest-infused rock band from Vancouver, British Columbia. Influenced by the music of the 1990s grunge and hard rock movements, their sound hits a familiar chord while staying unique through constant evolution. The initial idea of Sleep Circle was formed by fellow music students and guitarists Paul Wilson and Kavion Ironzod in 2012, and would go through a few transformations before releasing their debut EP, Dead Await, in 2017. Now, coming off the recent release of their debut full-length album, From the Heavens Through the Window, Sleep Circle continues to show that falling asleep in a comfy rut is just something that they don't know how to do. The album's latest single, Bring It On, as well as the accompanying music video, focus on mental health, with the song itself focusing on entertainers who we have lost due to battles with personal demons, such as Amy Winehouse and Chris Cornell, while the video focuses on the importance of reaching out to those friends who maybe aren't in the best situations, and maybe they don't want to send the messages out themselves. I know I know exactly how that feels, and I know that some of the listeners of the DTP probably have felt that way before too. Paul Wilson of Sleep Circle joins the Desert Tiger podcast to discuss the band's shift in sound and vision, going into From the Heavens Through the Window from their EP Dead Weight, the album's singles and the messages behind them, 
what bring it on actually means to Paul himself. And of course, you know, in Desert Tiger fashion, we're going to deep dive into as much as we possibly can. So, you know, there's a lot more than that coming at you right away. But before we jump into that, you know that we have to go and give one of those singles from the debut full-length album, that of course being From the Heavens Through the Window. And of course, you're going to be hearing more about this single later on on the song. So of course, you know that we play it for you so that we can give you a better idea of this conversation as well as a better idea of Sleep Circle as a whole. You know, give you guys a little bit of an idea, an understanding of the group. Maybe a little bit of a vision. Maybe a apparition.
Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, welcome to the Desert Tiger Podcast. Paul Wilson, guitarist of the band Sleep Circle, who recently released their debut full-length album, From the Heavens Through the Window. Thank you for joining me here on the podcast today, Paul. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's start things off. Where did Sleep Circle begin? Were you guys in other bands beforehand? Was this your guys' first full band? Where is your experience levels, and how did you guys end up meeting and coming together? Well, the drummer of Sleep Circle is actually my brother, so I've known him for about uh, you know 30 years. But he actually wasn't in the picture when we uh, first formed this band. Uh, it was probably first formed uh, by Cobb and I, Cobby on the other guitar player, who goes by Cobb most of the time. We actually met uh, first day of uh, university uh, when everybody else went to orientation, and we kind of missed that memo. So you guys just both ended up in the same boat and just ended up introducing yourselves to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, you know, it was getting to that point. Oh man, uh, 15, 20 minutes has gone by. Nobody's here. Uh, maybe I should go over there and talk to that other guy. who's <laughs> Looking anxiously at his phone as well. <laughs> <laughs> See if he knows more than I do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Turned out we, uh, neither of us really knew anything about what was going on. So, but, uh, yeah, then it kind of just, we found out that we both played guitar and then uh, we started started jamming together and then um, he was playing for a, a deathcore project that I got involved in for a bit. Yeah, we kind of started Sleep Circle in 2012 what, or what would become Sleep Circle with some other local musicians that we knew. Okay, so you say what would become Sleep Circle. So it took a little bit of time to actually form into the f- what Sleep Circle is now. Yeah, so um, we had a different drummer, and then we met Ian, who's the bass player now at school, and we were all taking some pretty hardcore music theory classes at that time. So we were kind of just, we weren't really interested in um, writing like, music for people to listen to it was more just like making crazy noises on our instruments (laughs) (laughs) definitely more going the uh instrumental no no uh burned path ahead of you type route yeah that's right yeah and then and then we uh then we decided we needed a vocalist so that's when we uh added alex bone who was on our first ep Okay, had you already added your brother on the drums at that point, or did he come after um, Alex? No, actually, he came He came a bit uh, after Alex, yeah. Okay, so how did your brother end up coming into the fold then? Um, well, he had moved to Vancouver for school as well. He was going to Cap College in North Vancouver, and then uh, the other drummer, he kind of was, you know, just wasn't as into the project anymore. You know how people move on from things. And so we were kind of like, well, you know what, Andrew, you're... Uh, the only drummer we know right now. Welcome to the fold. <laughs> <laughs> so you and your brother aren't originally from Vancouver then? No, actually we moved here from Penticton. Oh, cool. Is your brother also, did he also go to Vancouver for music school as well, or did he go for something else? 
No, he, he went for music school as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he, he did. He was in the jazz program at uh, Kaplan University. Okay. So it was once he finally joined that you guys actually started getting into the studio and putting track to tape? Yeah, that's right. And that's kind of around the time as well where we decided we were going to kind of change our focus from kind of like a, you know, a death core sort of death metal sound to, and we were going to start trying to transition to more of like a hard rock or alternative rock kind of sound. So that's what I'd really think, uh, our first EP dead weight would be is us kind of making that transition because we had probably written, um, a whole album's worth of songs, uh, with our first drummer. And it was just kind of like, you know, he was not really into it anymore. And then we were getting a new drummer with a totally different style. And we were just like, you know what, let's just, let's just explore this new direction. We all kind of love this music as well. So, you know, let's just kind of take it in a new direction. Oh, without a doubt. There's always no reason as to why you shouldn't explore your musical tastes, correct? Yeah, well, yeah. And, you know, I would suggest everybody out there do that. You know, you don't pigeonhole yourself in one genre. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it was at this point that you guys made the conscious effort to move away from the death metal side of things that you truly became sleep circle then yeah i would say that's when the band like when we decided to to become uh yeah more of alternative hard rock sort of band that was when that was when it changed and the band kind of began to become what it is today okay so we spoke a little bit about your first ep dead weight do you want to speak a little bit about that yeah, that was, you know, that was our first real studio recording uh, experience. Like we had all done recordings before, but it was always in that classic musician way of like, oh, I got a buddy going to like music technology school or who's, you know, becoming an engineer and he's got some studio time at the end of the month. Do you guys want to come in and record? And I mean, those opportunities are great uh, learning experiences, but I don't I don't know how many people come out of them with like a really polished high quality product that they're happy with. So, so, you know, we had done stuff like that or, you know, paying a buddy that has a home studio to do stuff. Um, but this was the first time we'd gone in with like an actual, you know, uh, producer who we didn't know really. And, uh, you know, trying to, trying to make music in like a professional setting in a professional way. Okay, so this is the actual first time that you guys made legitimate songs, you would say? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, interesting. So, coming out of Dead Weight, that being your first attempt from going from a band that is much a disarray of sound at the beginning, like you first say, to someone, to a group that then decides to move from the death genre and it's something that you can definitely see in your music and it's definitely a even just between dead weight and this recent full-length album that you released from the heavens through the window that you can definitely see the difference between them so where does the difference between those albums begin was that right away that you guys noticed that the sounds were already beginning to shift 
Yeah, we kind of, as as we were kind of finishing up dead weight, and we were writing. You know, we're like we're always writing. Like, you know, there it's a we're just constantly writing. So as we were finishing up dead weight, and we were kind of writing new songs, we just we really noticed then as well that they were kind of starting to change again. And I think we were just trying to for um, from the heavens through the window. We were just trying to write more sort of anthemic music, right? And like music like really emotive and scenic music that, that people can identify with. Definitely. And from the instrumentation, it is a lot more connective, like not to say that it wasn't before otherwise, but it seems to flow in a much more like smoother fashion this way. And something that also with the lyrics, they seem a lot more focused and a lot more message driven on this album yeah so we did have a vocalist change between these uh two albums as well um so alex we parted ways with him because he was just not yeah being in a full-time band wasn't really something that he had time for in his life so we uh found curtis and we made this uh from the heavens through the window with him. And so that was a big change in our sound as well. It was definitely the change of vocalist, you know, going from somebody who had like a pretty, like, uh, you know, like a almost, I kind of think of like a post hardcore sort of raspy sound, um, to somebody that was like, you know, had a more cultured sound. Mm Hmm. It definitely fits much more into the, the grunge hard rock feel, even like, somewhat of like a sludge metal almost in a way but it's a very interesting sound so what is curtis's background uh so curtis is another uh, music school recruit i met him i actually met him in uh in a choir we were we both got a scholarship to sing in this choir at saint james anglican church in vancouver and one night during choir practice we were goofing off as you know choir boys do and uh, he, he was making jokes about being in a power metal band and i was like oh, you know it's funny you should say that like would you actually want to be in a metal band <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of just started uh you know chatting about it and then uh yeah then then eventually uh, we brought him on board okay so, so... Is he the main writer with the lyrics on this one? Yeah, so he's the main lyricist and uh, and writes a lot of the uh, the vocal lines. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So let's jump into From the Heavens Through the Window. So what was the difference once you guys actually got inside the studio? What was the energy like? It was good. I mean, it was very, it was a group of, five people who really wanted to kind of take things to the next level. So there was like, it was, yeah, it was a very high energy time. And it was also quite intense, like, uh, because we were, we were just all trying to do our best and, uh, you know, really make the most of our investment. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You guys went in studio with Matt Roach. He's done work with quite a few different bands. What did he add to the, album matt had a lot of uh a lot of input into the album you know he it's always good i think in the creative process to have somebody sort of a neutral party right who kind of can 
can listen to the songs with fresh ears and kind of give you suggestions. Because sometimes you're not aware of your own blind spots, right, when you're writing music or when you're being creative and you're like, you know, I've written the song and it's my baby and it's the perfect the way it is. And then someone else is kind of like, well, you know, maybe it would be a little better if you, you're, you know, a little different if you try somebody else. So I think it's always good to have that sort of other point of view to kind of check yourself and also just, you know, try new things. Sometimes Matt would be like, hey, try this. And we'd try it. We'd think about it. We'd talk about it. Okay, we're not going to do that. Other times he'd be like, try this. And then we'd go with that on the album. So it was a very collaborative, um, it was, we were very collaborative with him and always like take his opinion um, under consideration. All right. Definitely. It's always good to have that refined set of ears that can always think of a different way to add or accentuate something mm -hmm. in a song mm -hmm. that maybe you didn't consider, especially if this being your second full-time in-studio recording your own songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I would suggest any musicians out there that it's really, uh, really worthwhile to at least listen to other people's ideas about your song. Uh, well, and people, I should preface that with people that know what they're talking about, but, you know, professionals in the music field, it's always good to hear what they think about your songs, even if you don't agree with them. And, you know, no one says that you have to, but it's just, it's food for thought. And I definitely think it will help you grow creatively. Oh, definitely. Even if it's something that you don't agree with, it is a different side of things and it gives you an idea of is this how you want to represent yourself? And it makes you think of it in that different light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's jump into some of the singles on this album. The first one entitled Pumpkinhead. It's, it's definitely, you can tell that there's a political aspect to it, but you don't really, like, dive right into it. Yeah, would you like me to speak a bit more about that? Yes, please. Okay, so when we were writing the song, um, I think it was, hmm, it was probably right after the 2016 uh, U.S. presidential election. And it's just, you know, it's just trying to tell people to, you know, calm down a little bit because these cycles, you know, they come and they go and this big orange pumpkin that's there now, you know, he's going to be gone someday. And, you know, people just kind of follow what they want to hear in the moment. And, you know, we see trends in politics and in life, you know, that reflect that all the time, where it's people not really thinking about what they're doing before they do it. And then reacting once they've realized their mistake. Hmm, very much so and something with the lyrics of the song as well is you kind of mentioned that once a new pumpkin a new great pumpkin is put in its figurehead place that it too will be hated for maybe not the same reasons but it will definitely be hated and scorned for reasons nonetheless yeah exactly and you know in the end what these and i think in the bridge section you know it says uh, you know, killing, killing for the crown, right? In the end, all these sort of figureheads expect for us is to just sort of kill and die to, to keep, to, to prop them up and keep them in place. Oh, exactly. As long as we continue fighting, then 
they are going to continue running and having power. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, all right. Let's speak a little bit more about the second song, the second single, Apparition. You can... This song, I feel, definitely has a... It's very story-driven in the lyrics, and you can tell that it's um, getting over hardship, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that this song is a like, really interesting song. I think it's, it's different than anything else we ever wrote, and it was pretty spontaneous, and uh, like we kind of just jammed. It was a jam that became a song which is kind of unusual for us because usually we kind of develop songs in a bit more of a, uh, like a methodical constructive way. So it was like, it was just kind of the spontaneous jam that became a song. And, you know, we live in Vancouver and it's known for its natural beauty. And I think that song is really about, you know, just getting into nature or sort of a natural or beautiful environment and just kind of letting go of, like you say, your sorrow or your hardship, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. And sometimes putting yourself in a new environment can allow you to take that breath and feel renewed. Yeah, take your mind off things, right? By like doing something active or, you know, take, you know, well, the big lyric is take, took a walk by the river, you know, and just kind of getting back to that sort of innocent a sort of a more innocent state you know yes definitely returning to nature so now that the listeners of the dtp know a little bit about the song that they heard off the top of the show i think it's time that we went ahead and gave that third single a spin before we go into talking a bit more about bring it on and the music video that you guys did with it the fact that you guys partnered with the Canadian Mental Health Association for the release of the album too. A lot of exciting things about that and of course there's still some conversation about what is the future of Sleep Circle. All this and more with my guest Paul Wilson coming up very soon. But of course we're going to take a little bit of a break here to first off let you guys know that this episode as well as all the episodes of the DTP are brought to you by ilovedtp.com. And why is that, Colton? Well, I'm glad that you asked. That is because I Love DTP is the best place where you can support the Desert Tiger podcast. It's because where it's where you're going to go ahead and get yourself decked out in all sorts of sweet gear, swag, clothing, whatever you want to call it, so that you can rep the podcast wherever you go, in front of your friends, in front of your family, heck, in front of your enemies, because who cares about their opinion? I don't, and I know that you certainly don't either. So that's why we're just going to go around repping the DTP everywhere, letting people know just how cool it is and how much you love the show. And where do you go ahead and do that? That is over at ilovdtp.com. And of course, what does going and grabbing yourself some Desert Tiger podcast merch do? It assists me in going to places like music conferences, different cities and shows so that I can get in-person interviews that I feel give us a lot more of a close connection. It allows us to do other things too, like upgrade our equipment. I would really love to upgrade the microphone that I am using at home as well as upgrade the road rig so that when I have like four person interviews that 
everybody could be heard a lot more clearly and these are all things that are allowed to be done thanks to you the listeners of the desert tiger podcast and of course i also want to go ahead and ask if you've followed the desert tiger podcast playlist on spotify and of course those being the northern lits playlist which is our infectious grooves tune maybe you want to grab a few of those and get them stuck in your head before the end of summer you know some of those crucial summer driving tunes as you're cruising out to the lake house to the cabin to the beach those last few times maybe maybe you guys are a little bit more into the canadian rap and hip-hop side of things and if that is the case well let me tell you that the great rhymed north is exactly what you are looking for but maybe you like your music a little bit differently maybe you like your music with drums guitars maybe you like to get heavy and head bang just like Paul Wilson and the rest of the Sleep Circle Boys used to do when they were kind of more into the death side of things. Well, maybe the Maple Moshers playlist, which is our Canadian heavy metal playlist, is exactly what you're looking for to take the edge off of your day. But maybe you're more into the punk, more into the hardcore side of things. Well, let me tell you that the Trans Canada Skate Tape has got you covered front to back east coast to west coast is you are rolling on those four wheels and those decks and trucks is i know that you guys love to do let's bring skateboarding back you guys straight up let's bring skateboarding back yo and last but not least you're actually gonna go ahead and find this upcoming song also on this playlist and that of course is the canuck rock potluck it is a smorgasbord of different Canadian rock and roll from all of course the great nation of Canada all those amazing radio rock tunes that you guys have stuck in your head all the day plus all those incredible hidden gems from amazing bands who are on the rise from across Canada just like Sleep Circle and of course you guys have already heard that the song coming up is Bring It On and we're going to be diving into the details about this song very very soon so you know what i say you know what i say bring it on
the Desert Tiger Podcast. So the third single on the album, and definitely a very powerful one, one that you guys actually teamed up with the Canadian Mental Health Association with on Bring It On. What does that song mean to you? Uh, this song's really important to me. You know, I've struggled with mental health um, issues throughout my life, and I think, you know, many of us have experienced um, episodes of depression or anxiety for, for whatever reason from, you know, events in our life or just because the chemistry of our brain doesn't work properly. You know, we look at entertainers um, who we mention in that song, you know, like Lane Staley and Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse. And, you know, entertainers are supposed to be like, we look up to them and we idolize them, but I think sometimes we forget that they're people too, right? And that, you know, they have all these complex emotions just like we do. And I think the song's kind of, the song's talking about how these these people were idolized and loved by so many, yet, you know, they were in such dark places that they ended up taking their own lives. Or, you know, if not by putting a gun to their head, by just killing themselves through drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the song's really talking about how, you know, those people as an example, but also talking about how if you, if you start trying to change your mindset, right, and, you know, take steps to, um, to change the situation that you're in and embrace your challenges that you can kind of, you know, see that dawn or see that sunrise and, and turn your turn your life around and I think the music video that we made for it like sort of really encapsulates the message of the story of or of the song really well in its story yes definitely it is a very strong connection to the lyrical message as well did you guys write the story for the music video yeah so we um collaborated um with the filmmaker uh Rob Rob Z. Let's call him Rob Z. Sorry, Rob, I don't know your last name, only that it starts with a Z. Um, so, so we kind of wrote it together with him and like kind of figured out the, the blocking of it. But, uh, but yeah, we were, we were very keen from the beginning to kind of have this idea of the, of like the mental health aspect and the aspect that we want to show somebody who's in sort of a, a depressed or a dark state, you know, sort of taking positive steps to come out of it. Mm-hmm, definitely. And one of those things that in the video was connecting with the people around you and being open and honest with them. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the first step is like, I feel like a lot of times when you're feeling down, you know, that's the first, you don't want, you don't feel like doing anything. But once you know you're out with your friends or out at a concert or, you know, even just taking a walk, you're like, you know what, I feel better now that I'm here. Mm -hmm. And one of the most powerful things I feel about the video is you guys actually do touch on the fact that maybe the person wants to reach out, but maybe they're having difficulties sending that message. So it's actually one of the other members of the band who ends up running into them and Mm -hmm. ends up saying, hey, we really want to see you type thing, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's, of course, another thing. Um. You know, if you've got that friend that you haven't seen for a long time that seems to have just fallen off the radar, maybe it's time to make that effort to reach out and connect or just make sure uh, 
make sure everything's good and they're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And you guys actually even went one step further in pushing this message with the Canadian Mental Health Association with the Get Loud campaign by delving into your own stories a little bit on social media, giving little videos and everything else, which was also really powerful. Yeah, I mean, it was just something we all felt we had to do, and it was something everybody had to do individually because we all have such different stories when it comes to, you know, mental health and mental illness. And, you know, a big part of it is self-care and things like that. So, yeah, it was really important besides just the music video um, to really have that personal piece from each of us um, so that we could connect with people out there. Oh, and it definitely does give the listeners of the band that true connection to feel that this the real energy that you guys are trying to get through with that message yeah all right so what is coming up next for sleep circle you guys just released an album you're a few singles in what is next on the cycle well i mean we've got some um, exciting opportunities for shows coming up uh, in Vancouver here and also out of town and uh, we're trying to get into the studio as soon as possible to actually record up a fo- uh, to record a follow-up single uh, for the album oh, wow. I, yeah we've probably got about uh, eight songs that are in different uh, levels of completion already so the train just keeps on a rolling mm-hmm. any tours planned for the near future um we're hoping to go down to the states uh like to do kind of a washington oregon um maybe california if we're feeling if we're able to be really ambitious with it mm-hmm. but all that sort of stuff is kind of in the planning stages at the moment Okay, still so, uh, still very much in a nursing stage. Yeah, but then we're going to be playing locally uh, in Vancouver next month, and then we will should be able to announce some shows like out in Kelowna, Kamloops, Victoria, and Nanaimo in, in the next month or so. Oh, well, fantastic. I'm actually in Kamloops myself, so I will do my best to make sure that I can get out to see you. Yeah, that would be awesome. I definitely agree. All right. So where can the listeners of the Desert Tiger podcast go to find out more about Sleep Circle? Uh, So you can check out our website, which is www.sleepcircleband.com. That has a lot of um, information on there about the band, upcoming shows, and... uh, also our merch store and then if you want to check out our music we're on spotify uh apple music google play soundcloud Bandcamp. you know all the usual places is soundcloud still a thing i'm pretty sure it is still a thing okay okay so we're probably on there then too (laughs) (laughs) i'm the spotify guy myself so i'm like it's on spotify i'm good that's all i need Fair enough. I I understand that struggle myself. And then you can also see us on YouTube if you want to check out the music video. And then we have uh, lyric videos for all the um, singles. Yeah, I definitely suggest that they go and check out the video for Bring It On as well. Yeah, definitely. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Paul. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, no worries. I appreciate you. All right, you guys. And sadly, with that, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. So with that, I want to go ahead and thank my special guest here on today's episode, Paul Wilson of Sleep Circle, for joining me and speaking about the band's latest album and how they transitioned between sounds from their debut EP into their latest full length and a little bit of behind the scenes noise from what I hear that sound continues to evolve on those future tracks that they're working on that we spoke about. How so? I guess you're gonna have to go ahead and follow Sleep Circle on Spotify, YouTube, any of those places just to keep up to date for yourself. I'm also going to want to go ahead and thank Eric Alper for helping set this interview up. You guys know that EA has helped us out a whole bunch of in the past with the DTP. has hooked us up with a lot of amazing, interesting guests. And I always love working with Eric Alper. So once again, a big thank you to EA for setting this one up. And last but not least... It is you, the listeners, those of you who have tuned into this episode of the podcast. That's right, I'm talking to you specifically. I'm actually making a little heart sign towards you too. That's how thankful I am for you for tuning into this episode of the DTP. If you are a new listener of the show, why don't you go ahead and hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever service you are listening on. That would make me extremely happy. But you know what would make me ecstatic? You know what would send me over the wall? It would be if you chose to review the show on either iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Of course, on two of those platforms, we have a solid 5-star average on iTunes, a little bit lower than that. But the majority of our reviews are 5 stars, and baby, that is all that matters, because Once we get more reviews, that allows us to chart. It allows us to get bigger, find new listeners, and in turn, that helps us get bigger and better guests. And of course, if you liked what you heard today, you can go ahead and share this episode as well, either on your social media or through word of mouth with your friends, if, of course, that is something that you still do. Alright, so as you guys know, I'm actually recording this episode one week before it releases. So as to who is going to be on the Desert Tiger podcast for the 22nd of August, the episode releasing after this one, I actually haven't made that decision yet. I am bringing my recording equipment out to Regina, Saskatchewan, where I am right now visiting my newly born nephew when this episode releases i'm hopefully going to be getting some interviews well i know i'm getting some interviews in saskatchewan hopefully i get a bit more than what's already lined up and once i have those in the cans i'm sure from there i will make the decision about who is going to be on the podcast but until then i'm sure that you guys are going to continue to shine brightly like the beautiful diamonds that you are and continue to spread your wings and fly far Because that's what we do. That's what we do when we rumble through the jungle, baby. All right, have yourselves a wonderful week of August the 15th. And until next time, bye-bye.